Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We love to interact with all you guys. Merry frickin' Christmas. It is Christmas time. Oh, it's about. Oh, oh. I think. Uh, right. It's coming. Yeah, Sunday. It's, it's Christmas Eve. Eve. I mean, I mean isn't it like, this is coming I mean, out? isn't this year kind of like, 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 like the Christmas, Christ, like Christmas, Christmas? You know what I mean? Like, it's like on a Sunday. Like, isn't that kind of oh, yeah, like, yeah. like, it's got to like, have like the holiest of Christmases ever. Yeah. Not that, <laughs> not, not that I'm not secular. Like, I'm pretty secular. But I mean, for I guess for those of you who are like, you know, you know churchgoers i guess it's like the christmas like like the ultimate christmas right it's the super bowl of christmases that's like, it's, like for isn't you. it it's like jesus's birthday literally on a sunday this year like that's a pretty big deal i think i would think a, i'm not that's a power, that's a power move it, jesus christ yeah, right and that's not it's not even me like like i'm totally down with people being religious like that's not i'm just saying i think it's funny yeah oh man so um this idea we had last year and we scrapped it because we just ran out of time and this year we almost ran out of time again and we're, we're kind of adjusting it a little bit so the idea of it was to take christmas movies christmas classics and see if there's a way to turn them into a horror movie um i feel like you're not far off in a lot of these movies um now do we go super in depth on these no, we're gonna spitball most of these. Let's um, be we didn't even really think about it. <laughs> we just got on the we got we just got on the recording. We we're like, we're just gonna make things up. <laughs> yeah, I have an idea that I wrote last year. So, and I haven't reread it, so I have no idea if it's gonna connect or if I'm gonna even remember where I was going in that. But this is what we're gonna um, we're gonna go for. So we're gonna go through various movies um, and just kind of spitball on how they could be horror movies. Um, now I do have a Christmas beer that I'm going to be drinking because I had one gifted to me and I didn't even note it until I looked into the fridge. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Um, so are you, do you have anything special or just kind of kicking it with the buds tonight? No, I'm drinking Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's my, my go-to beer I mean, generally it's, it's, if I'm it's, just kind of hanging. It's different. I'm normally drinking Coors Light, but lately I've been <laughs> kind of a Bud Light kick. I go back and forth between the light beers when I, when I'm drinking light beer, it's either Coors Light or Bud Light. So, yeah. So I actually have, it's from Ivanhoe park brewing, which we've had a lot recently because my buddy has been hooking me up with their, um, a lot of their good stuff. Um, and this is the hazel nutty cracker. It's a Imperial pastry stout. I believe it is. Um, I didn't realize how crazy it was until I pulled up the untapped and it is, I think a 12 oh it's 11.4 percent abv so that's a heavy boy yeah so what we're is it a, so say that it wouldn't call, what it's is called it called hazel hazel nutty cracker so it's a, it's a, is it a brown it's a, ale it's a imperial stout 
Oh, um, it's like a pastry weird. stout. Based on the um, name, I would have considered it was more like an imperial brown ale or something like that. But that's it, what I was thinking too until I pulled it up and I was like, "Huh, twelve percent? What what, what, what? what are we doing here?" Heavy, that's a heavy boy. Uh, but it's a really cool little illustration. Obviously, it's a it's a nutcracker tangled in Christmas cords, holding up a little hazelnut. Um, but it definitely fits the spirit of things that we're going to be discussing tonight. So I'm going to crack this thing open, pour it out, and probably let it settle because it's. Oh god, this thing is thick. This is what we call motor oil. This oh. is dark, dark, dark beer. Yeah, it's one of those oil change beers. Oh, ooh, it has a pungent kick in the face, and it's, it's one of those beers that's like so dark that the the head actually looks dark as well. So let's see if I can get through this thing. Um, but yeah, so. I guess we, we can we can just jump right in and start start discussing these these Christmas style horror movies. You know, there are Christmas horror movies out there. Obviously, we talked about Krampus last week, you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Not that it's a horror movie, but uh, Violent Night is out there, um, which takes a, a pretty big spin on. Yeah, I think Christmas aesthetic. Right. So we've talked about it in the past, kind of like how Christmas horror movies are like. They're kind of like the first other holiday horror movie. You know what I mean? Like it's not mm-hmm. like a Halloween based movie. It's a it's a Christmas based movie. But I think that primarily a lot of the Christmas themed horror movies is simply that they're themed around Christmas, but they usually take like horror. They take on horror tropes. It's it's like it's like a standard horror movie, like a, and a lot of them tend to be slashers anyways. So they yeah. take on those tropes of that of, of that genre and they just theme it Christmas. There aren't a whole lot of movies that like take the Christmas movie aesthetic and make a horror movie around that. Kind of like how Krampus is. Like Krampus is one of those movies where yes, it's a horror movie, but it's definitely a Christmas movie done up like done 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 up in the horror genre, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. I don't know if yeah. it's I don't know if I'm just talking on my ass. Um, no, it, it makes sense. Like I think the movie we reviewed was it almost two years ago now? The one, uh, yeah, two was it two Christmases ago when we reviewed uh, uh, Silent Night or Better Watch no, Out? Better Watch Out. Yep. Um, that one's definitely more of like a home invasion e type movie. Mm-hmm. I still think that's kind of like one of those horror movies based in Christmas. It was a really good movie. I mean, obviously, go back and listen to that review if you haven't listened to that episode. Yeah. Um, awesome movie, but I still think it was one of those like, let's take the traditional horror home invasion type movie revenge type movie and theme it around Christmas time. And we'll throw mm-hmm. some crazy extra wrenches in there that kind of like throw the story for different ways. Um, yeah. We'll but just call really it haven't Christmas been a whole, horror. Yeah. But there really haven't been a whole lot of like Christmas movies, um, mm-hmm. but done with a horror aesthetic. Kind of yeah, like Krampus. And- I think Krampus is the closest we've come. Yeah, and as much as I love like horror movies and stuff too, I am a sucker for Christmas movies. So thankfully, a lot of these movies that we're going to talk about tonight, I've, I've, I'm not a stranger to them. So I think we can kind of dive in and talk about these variously, um, while still having a fairly good idea of of where we are in the movie. So, is there a movie you want to particularly start with, or is? Well, we can start with the obvious one if you wanted to. 
Yeah. All right. Let's dive. Let's. What do you so, got? What do you got? I mean, how many? We don't really have a number of how many we're going to talk about. We're just going to talk about a few and see how far it gets us. But I think yeah, the obvious right. one is, and, I, and the only reason I say obvious is because I, you know, everyone has had this idea. They obviously have something kind of. I think in the works. It's like an indie thing that's in the works. But you know, the Grinch. You yeah. Know, right. I mean, isn't that movie kind of just set up for a horror? A, I mean, you like have, a horror movie. You know what I mean? You like have the villain, very symbolic. You know, he's. He's pushed away, cast aside from society, ostracized, and just wants revenge. I mean, I, I think, I mean, you're just simply one step of instead of stealing presents, he steals the children, or he, you know, kills the children, or you know, he's he's one step away from a, a horror movie, and the the storyline is is already there. It's just the tone in which you set it, right? And I think too too is like you know, you obviously you know obviously it's a Dr. Seuss character. So it's not going to, you know, it's designed for children. So you tone down the bad guy, you know, esqueness of him and you make him more yeah. of like a traditional kids, bad guy where it's like, he's a bad he's, dude. He, he doesn't like Christmas because he's mean and old and angry. Um, yeah. But he's you just, could easily, just... you could easily take it and, 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 you know, make it more of like a, a mature adult themed, you know, movie. It doesn't have to be yeah. straight up like, necessarily like horror but it could be like a you can make it like a you know a, either a, a thriller it doesn't even have to be like literally a monster it could just be some dude who they call the grinch for whatever reason yeah. and take the story but have it be more of like a human story or you could yeah. make it like a straight up monster movie and have it be super gory and super over the top and um you know, he's, 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 he's like, you know, in, in, enraged by blinky lights <laughs> and he really decides he's just going to destroy the houses that have like all the Christmas lights hanging up on them or front that are flashing back and forth or, you know, something stupid like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's again, the reason I say obvious is because I think it's the easiest one to translate. Yeah. Which would you I prefer? Think. You think, would you prefer like that? Like creepy monster like tim burtony kind of thing because the way you know who will yes. set up yeah, the architecture exactly. is just ridiculous would you rather that or would you rather yeah. like like invasion snatching like just a person as the grinch no i think i, I think like you just i think tim burton's like it is, is a great is a great comparison is a great pick i think if you took like tim burton his his look and said we're gonna make a Doctor Seuss horror movie with the Grinch, and we mm -hmm. need you to kind of create the look for it and allow mm -hmm. him to kind of make like that rated R adult or even like a hard PG thirteen, yeah, like, make it a little bit more mature and adult and not so much for like traditional kids. Like don't make it like a kids horror movie. Yeah, uh, you can do you that. But yeah, would you do like slasher? He's killing, or would you do he's like stealing the children? Like how would you? Where would you want to bend towards? I mean, I, I, you, I would, can almost, you can almost imagine it kind of like a Krampus type movie. Not so much yeah. that like, you know, he's coming because the kid doesn't want, you know, he's given up his, 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 his love of Christmas or whatever, or love of Santa Claus. You know, it's more like he's just a miserable monster. Like he kind of is in, in the story, but like, yeah. instead of him just like sneaking around in a Santa suit, stealing Christmas trees, <laughs> like, yeah, you could almost have it or like, you know, he eats he eats the children or eats the souls of the children or whatever yeah. or like you know i don't know beats the dad with a christmas tree or something like something, yeah. something stupid like that like, i want it to be campy like this is obviously yes. not going to be like taken super serious mm -hmm. um I mean, how can you because like especially in a world where the grinch exists and we're just taking the story and making it a horror movie mm -hmm. um yeah it has to be campy 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. it can't, it can't not be just over the top. Yeah. I think this is, I think we're on a good roll of like narrowing down. Like once we get the movie, we'll start asking the questions of like, well, what kind of style? What, you know, I, I think that we're we're on the right track where it's like that really creepy gothic-y Tim Burton aesthetic with the scenes. The Grinch is more of less of a person, more of like a creature. Um, would you lean into like the paranormal or would you just do like creature feature campy? No, just, just he's like, creature, abs- creature. he's just taking the children. Like I, I would say he's eating them and like consuming yeah, their yeah, Christmas yeah. spirit. So I, I think of like those just, Un, un, unrelenting just like b movie monster movies yeah it's a whole bunch of like those like b and c movie horror movies the that you find on, like, and, yeah. yeah you find these like even like well even even more campier b movie than that like yeah there's so many good ones that you can find on like shutter or some of these like lower end streaming services uh, or if you happen to follow like a channel like red letter media for example all the crap that they watch like all the b movie c movie shit that they watch and review um that type of stuff so you can make that like super campy looking monster movie and just have it like an amazing like an um, uh, over the top gore fest like almost like terrifier gore fest but like yeah funnier yeah and yeah, i would do like sense. weird colored blood too like i wouldn't have it blood yeah. have like the who's have like green right. blood See, and yeah, like we're talking about we're, exactly we're talking about whoville um yeah. you know and of course everybody ha- i mean before anybody like starts railing us on on <laughs> social media like oh they would never let you do that it's dr seuss blah, blah, blah. and we get it like <clears throat> this is well, not they are i mean Someone yeah, is. I guess so. That's true. I guess there is something coming out. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like it has to yeah. be almost, <clears throat> it almost has to be campy. So like, yeah, give them like blue blood or whatever, or like purple blood or something like that. Um, yeah. And like Cindy Lou, who is like, like a strung out 22 year old, like <laughs> stripper or something like that. Instead of like, a kid. <laughs> I would have them like be re gifted their family. Like, like he would re-gift the Who's bodies to the family that he took them from, <laughs> just like something super right. fucked up. Or he like has um, like you know he has like a slade like with like a bunch of like Who's he's converted into like reindeer or something like that. Yes, yep, <laughs> like human centipede reindeer right. Who's. Oh, and the thing is, he's 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 got a dog, right? What the hell's his dog's name? Max. Yeah, Max. So Max, instead of like you know, instead of a meek little dog, he's like a snarling like hell demon or something like that. Yeah, kind of yeah. like it's kind of like, like Ghostbusters. I was just gonna say like Ghostbusters. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're poochie, poochie. You're poochie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I, I I like where we ended on the Grinch. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, so that, that, that's the obvious one, I think, because everybody's probably thought it in the back of their mind, like, "Oh man, you imagine if they'd made like Grinch, like a scary horror character." Yep. Um, so the one that I did, and, and I wrote this note last year, uh, is for Elf, the Will Ferrell movie. And I'm just gonna read what I wrote, and then we can kind of discuss and and hopefully try to decipher if it even makes sense or not. Because I, like I said, I haven't reread this at all. Uh, so this will be the first time I put. Uh, as a child, uh, a group of older kids had ruined the Santa thing for Buddy. He was so distraught that he slowly, over the years, he began to dive deep into this holiday. And his parents at first thought it was cute until they found him at home in his quote-unquote workshop, stuffing the family pets full of fluff and placing his childhood friend's head on a spring and putting it in a jack-in-a-box. He was sent 
to an insane asylum far away from his home, and he never snapped out of it, and he thought the insane asylum was the North Pole. So then over time, he started to realize that he needed to be human to get out, and then years of good behavior allowed him to be released, and he returned home to New York City to live with his family until he got back on his feet. Unfortunately, now older and wiser, he plans to finally convert his family to a full-on holiday spirit once and for all. So pretty much he was in like a mental facility the whole time. All the elves were actually like mental patients and like workers. And pretty much he finally broke free to, to, to get home and turn his family into like full on like Christmas. He's just going to turn them into Christmas. <laughs> um, I think again, I don't want to say elf as is, is, is an obvious choice, but I think there's a lot of things you can do with it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a good, that, that that's an apt description of what the movie would be. I think what you wrote there, I almost like, you know, you could almost start it where like, he is still the boy that ends up in San, ends up in Santa's workshop. But it turns out that like Santa's like an evil slave driver. And he just like, he's abducting children to be, to like, build yeah. his toys before <laughs> yeah. he delivers them. The but dark for, side for, of Christmas. For whatever reason, he just like abducts orphans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, buddy gets sent back. He escapes and manages to get back to Manhattan to find his real dad or whatever. And then his, yeah. obviously his dad's an asshole and doesn't want him. So instead of like trying to win his great, his good graces, he just like abducts him and his family. Yep. Like ties them up in his basement and just tortures them for like yep. an hour and a half. <laughs> I think like a lot of the stuff that I, when I was like rewatching and when it was like, he was, you know, he, when he makes Christmas, he, you know, d- destroys the whole apartment. He somehow makes these like rocking chair overnight and, and he sleeps for like 30 minutes a night. And it's like, he's literally going to do what he did. He's going to make all these toys, but it's almost like jigsaw esque where he's like, or like hostile ish where he's like gruesomely turning. It's like almost, it would be a body horror movie where he's turning people into toys and atmospheres and stuff like that. You know, you turn the father into the Christmas tree and you like, rip, you know, you rip his bones and, and, and have it protruding out like a Christmas tree and dangling lights on his pretty much like, like the uh, prop from horror nights where they call it the, uh, the, the, it was in Hellblock Horror, the Angel, whatever it is. Do you remember the name of that thing? I don't remember. Oh, oh, the, 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 oh, yeah, like the Splade <sighs> Blood Eagle or something like that. The Blood Eagle. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Called it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much just like ripping the guy's, like, you know, rib cage out as like branches and, you know, throwing tinsel and stuff on him. Like, this movie would, for right. me, would be like very psychological and super body horror, like just over the top yeah. body yeah, horror. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that or like you could almost like take the backstory and have him just be like a dude who escaped an insane asylum yep. or something like that or escaped like a mental health facility because he like thinks he's legitimately Santa's elf, like one of Santa's elves. Yep. And like mm-hmm. lose, obviously he's lost his mind, and he was yep. he's been locked up since he was a little boy. It could be like a Michael Myers esque story, but instead of being yep. a slasher, he's just doing what you said he's doing. He's just yeah. kind of like he thinks he's doing things. good. He thinks he's in the yeah. workshop. Yeah, 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 he thinks he's doing like good things. Yeah, so that was like my kind of elf thing, and I would keep it still in that same New York City. And it, I mean, it kind of tees itself up for this. You know, you have this grown man hopping around New York City, thinking he's an elf. And instead of just being like, this is very wrong, they kind of look the other way and they're like, well, we can help him. It's super cute. It's like, no, that guy's kind of psychotic. Like, this is not okay. 
This is right. <laughs> that, it, there, there's no there's no world where this is like accepted or just like oh that's funny that this 45 year old man says he came from the north pole and that santa sent him and you know papa elf this papa elf that (laughs) there's no world where this guy does not get sent to a mental facility and he's not going to turn your children into toys themselves (laughs) like he's not lock him up and it's will ferrell look at him oh well yeah (laughs) We'd have to get, you, 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 you would have to get Will Ferrell to play the character in this movie, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a given. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's kind of where I would land on, on Elf as sort of that body horror, just ridiculous, over-the-top, psychological aspect of things. All right, so where should we go to next? Um, how about the Santa Claus? 1994, is that uh, yeah. Tim Allen? Tim Allen one. Well, Tim Allen pretty much, I mean, not pretty much. He does. He murders Santa Claus yeah, and assumes his role. I mean, inadvertently. I, I wouldn't yeah. say he like first degree murders him. It was kind of like a voluntary <laughs> manslaughter, more or, less, yeah. more or less. We'll um, let the judges decide on that I mean, one. to be fair, he's Santa. He should know better than to like slip and fall off a roof. He's been doing it for hundreds of years. So, like there's no and reason. Ass- and you would assume he's done that a, a couple times. You think, right. You would think. I mean, Poe buddy's nerfed. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think what really with this one, all you do is you would change like, well, I don't know. So this one, this one will be kind of hard because you got to figure out like what is the motivation for what's gonna. So, obviously, it's gonna be like Tim Allen or or his character like legitimately murdering Santa. That's Not what like, I was I was thinking is that this is intentional and he's doing it to assume his powers for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, where and now it's you get this deranged Santa Claus, and it's there. I feel like there's other other Christmas movies where this has happened to an extent where it's you know, yeah, uh, I think well, it might have been a Santa Claus movie like two or three where they're like, oh no, we turned the reins over to the wrong guy. Well, it would sort there, of be like so this. There is one where like Jack Frost like wants to be Santa, and he's mm-hmm. kind of like the bad guy, I guess, but um. Isn't there like a isn't there a Goldberg movie where Goldberg plays like an evil Santa? Oh, I'm sure I'm sure there is. There, I think there is one, but kind of like instead of like Santa himself being evil, like you have just some bad dude wanna be yes. Santa, like you just said, for like the, all the wrong reasons, and mm-hmm. he'll end up like assuming the mantle and then just being a terror, like the worst yeah. person ever. Yeah, and there's well, I'm trying to think. There, I I had another movie in mind that was oh. Not that it's even in the same realm, but sort of like Black Panther, you know, where Killmonger takes over the role of Black Panther, you know, destroys all the ways of electing another Black Panther, sort of like that, where this person wants to take over the reins of, you know, the the realm of Santa Claus, take over the North Pole, make it so that nobody else could ever possibly be Santa to make, you know, whether it's making him unkillable or removing that clause. So that way, if anything does happen, that is the end of Christmas. He is the the last of the, the Santas, and you can turn it into some sort of like home invasion, campy style thing. Maybe where he sends his he he has to get the elves almost under his compa- command in an army, and there's it's sort of that invasion style movie where it's 
almost like sci-fi-ish, I guess. We could go and go down that realm and, and make it almost like alien invasion versus North Pole invasion just in that in that world. Yeah. So that's where I, I, I think I would roll the dice on that one. That would be just like super campy. Maybe even like Maybe even sort of like where they try to take over bot like human bodies and and my in mind control like a body snatchers type movie yeah like yeah. just mind control to and I don't know what this this dude's you know end game is here where he's you know what what does he want it for but I would do it sort of like that and then you know it comes full circle where there's you know maybe there's a a, a young deep in the history of Santa Claus a, a relative that ends up killing him, assuming the role and the role reverts back to the true clause family or something along the lines of that at the, you know, the, the, the midnight, the midnight hour, everything switches back and all is all is good in the world. Let's yeah. see. Going down the list. I've got, What's I've got one. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's what we got. Santa, Santa Claus comes to the town, but he's an alien. <laughs> okay. And I'm talking like straight up claymation, like stop motion animated like mm-hmm. Santa Claus, but he's a friggin' alien and he <laughs> and he comes from outer space to like an alternate reality planet Earth where Santa Claus isn't a thing. Yep. But he's like this weird, like either like biomechanical alien or just like a like a like a, some sort of like biological alien. Yeah. He's, he's red and he has a big beard like thing. Is it like a multiverse thing where like we got a wrong multiverse is Santa? Yeah, maybe or like a Mars Attacks type mm-hmm. movie. Like have it be like them show up like in a Martian like spaceship called the Rudolph One. Is it is it a world where like Santa never existed and we're like what yeah, is happening? Is it like the first saying, yeah. the first Santa like right. it's the like first the Christmas? Cook- we're like what the hell? Like the Dane Cook joke about the giant alien, uh, giant, the giant Indians. They, they, come, mm-hmm. they come back to they come back to the spaceship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giant ten foot Indians. Like, like oh boy, we fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm literally just spitballing right now. So I like, like that. Just so super like, campy. But it has to be like animated, like stop motion animation. Yeah. So the like, it has, to, that's it has to look like that. What is that? Is that the Heat Miser and um, yeah, well, it's that, it's that, that, same, that it's style? Same, right. It's that same group of movies. Like that's the one with with Rudolph and and yep. him not being able to play reindeer games and shit. Yeah. Uh, you know they had Cornelius, Yukon, oh, Cornelius, yeah. and the big monsters yeah. and shit. But like I want like in that like you could like you could almost incorporate some of those characters too. Like have Yukon Cornelius kind of being or a guy like looks like Yukon Cornelius and have like the, yeah. the the embottled snowman actually eat the dude rather than just be like. <laughs> Like a nice guy at the end of the shit, the end of the movie. Yep, <laughs> I like that one. Another one that I think, again, is only like a few steps away from a true horror movie would be Home Alone. And I feel like there's always been these like, yeah, that one's kind of set up for it too. And I feel these, like, it... go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, there's. I feel like there's always these deep like internet theories that. Kevin McAllister grows up to become Jigsaw. <laughs> because, I, yeah, I've like, seen, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, I've heard yeah. those stories. I think that, like, again, it's one of those movies where, like, if it wasn't a family movie based around Christmas, it would be a standard like home invasion movie, and that's yeah. really what it is. It's a it's a home invasion movie, but like done in a fun way, mm-hmm. <laughs> a fun home invasion movie, right? Um, 
but yeah, I mean, that one's also kind of set up to be, I mean, the fact that they haven't made like a Christmas, like strangers, cause that's kind of what it is. In a way. Yeah, I mean, better watch out is sort of in that world. Kind of, but I don't want to get not as away, much, especially if you haven't seen it. Like, you, I mean, you gotta go, you gotta watch that movie. If you haven't watched it yet. It's it's kind of like that, but it's different in a good way. Like that movie yeah. is amazing. That that twist. If you're trying to scratch that itch, use that. Right. Use that but, movie. Um, but think about it. Like it's like the strangers based around Christmas time. But you could almost kind of like do it where. Much like Home Alone, there's, there's a kid. Either he's left Home Alone, or maybe maybe like a little older, so he can he's yep. like he can stay home alone for like a yeah. night or two nights. Like his parents go away for the weekend, they leave him alone, and you know there's dudes trying to break in and steal his shit, and they realize yep. that he's by himself, and maybe one of them's a psychopath, and he's like, let's torture the kid, and like yep. instead of like that happening, he actually goes full Rambo on these motherfuckers, and like annihilates yeah. them basically it's like if if you make him older you can get away with him not throwing marbles down no he can actually exactly. cook up like, some like, like really if he's like a torturous stuff right if he's a teenager he could be like a psycho like good like a yep like a crazy 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 kid you don't mm-hmm. want to make him like too insane because you want to like empathize with him but like, he's still normal like but like he, he has to be older with i mean no, I mean, he's not going to have weapons at home, so he has to really make do. He doesn't want to really. You have to set up the situations where he doesn't want to just bum rush these guys. He he has to be at the disadvantage. He has to be the one that's really scrapping to pull some stuff uh, well, together. You know, here. It could also be too like you can almost make it like the Batman thing where. And what I mean by that, let me get. Let me, I'll, here, I'll get to why I'm saying the Batman thing. But like, <laughs> have him be like an adopted kid. And yep. like his his original, like he's told he's told his whole life that his original like his, his biological parents were killed in a car crash or something. You, you could think of something that, that's yep. something falling, but you have that kind of be the setup, and then turns out that the dudes that are like breaking into his house right now because his adoptive parents went away for the weekend, left him left him home alone as a man as the man in the house. He's time time to be the man of the house. Yeah, and like the, these guys show up, and it turns out that oh my god, like these are the dudes that like murdered his parents in some, some for, in, in some way, whatever. At, for, they're whatever. coming back for him. Well, not even that, like maybe they just break in. Cause they're like, they're like burglars or whatever. Maybe they, they killed his parents in a home invasion or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, and that's just been their MO. Yeah. Um, granted, you have to come up with some reason as to how, why they weren't caught or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it comes they got off on a technicality but for some reason, yeah. like, they see a picture of his parents in his room or something. And they realize that, Oh shit. Like this, like, how do you know these people? They're my, they're my parents. They were killed in a car accident. And then they, they find out and they go, Oh shit. So this is like, you know, this, we killed his parents. And then they use that yeah. to like psychologically terrorize him. Cause maybe like to say, like they've got him like tied up or whatever. And they're torturing this kid. And then like yeah. he manages to escape and goes like full, like, retributive retributive rambo on them and just like makes their lives hell or something like yeah, that once the once the secret spills out that's what it, yeah once he knows that they it. actually know like you know we we are you know we killed you we, we're, we're the we're the reason your parents are dead or whatever and he goes mm-hmm. like crazy and like annihilates them because of it because when when i was first thinking of this movie too i was like well there's really two routes we can go down we can go down that route which is kind of like christmas don't breathe i guess would be a, a sort of horror-ish movie in that realm. And then I was also wondering, I was like, what if it was a, you know, Home Alone? I mean, in the beginning of this movie, the kid wishes that his family would disappear. What if this kid was the reason that they disappeared? What if he made his family disappear? And it was sort of like it, everyone's locked into the house. 
Kevin is snapped. He's one by one taking them out. And then it's sort of a cat and mouse style movie. You'd probably have to place it on a bigger house, more more ground to cover, well, almost, like, almost shining ish. Or, or that or like a red or like a ready or not. Like yeah, so yeah, yep, like yep. about them being like she's being like hunted by the entire family, kind of have it turn around on the other head. Yeah, where he's hunting them, and yes. like it would have to be like a rich family, like in a big mansion or whatever. So there's enough room to kind of like make this more of like a yeah, like a scary clue kind of like yeah, like, like shining because you could almost whole... make it like you could make it a period piece even like have it be like yep. based in like the 1800s or something like that. Yeah, so I mean that would that would make it more fun, I think, too, because it would really limit I mean, taking technology out of it, because that's just the biggest hiccup in a lot of horror movies now, where it's a lot of these problems and situations are avoidable. But if you put it back in the day, there, you know, there's no cell phone to call for help. There's no Wi Fi, there's no this, there's no that. So that way you're really at at the at your wit's end. So another one. That is sort of like scary already. Like I haven't watched this movie a lot, but it is a classic. A lot of people love it. And I think children are more drawn to this. And that's the Polar Express. This movie is, yeah, this movie is horrifying. And this movie is just, every time I watch it, I'm like, this is pretty creepy. Like, like children watch this. This is, this is out of all the ones we've talked about, kind of bordering on that. My wife loves this movie. Like, yeah, like so maybe you can talk a little bit more about it. I don't. Like I, I said mean, I haven't. I haven't watched it in, in a while, but I mean, even my, my it's funny because like even my oldest says the same thing. She's like, "I'm not getting on a train with some weird dude who shows up in the middle <laughs> of the night in front of my house." Like, and, and, I don't care how much cocoa the guy's got. Now. Yeah. I ain't getting on that train. <laughs> and from what I remember too is like the guys aren't really nice either. He's not. Yeah, he's like he's just he's kind like, of a dick. He's like the <laughs> ultimate, like. He's the ultimate, like, dickhead Tom Hanks, weird, yep. crazy person who sings songs and gives kids really hot cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> so it is. It is pretty. It is. It's a weird movie. It's based on um. Well, what is the author's name? It's the same guy that wrote the Jumanji book. So he, oh, he wrote a bunch okay. of those children's books with like the art yep. with the illustrations. Um, let me see if I can remember a guy's name. But like he he wrote that book as well. And um, that's kind of where that comes from. Yeah. Um, where is it? Hold on. And one of the lines too, I remember is like seeing is believing, but sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see. So I was like, this is like psychological psychedelic almost. I would have it that th- this conductor is, is pretty much just almost like black phone. He's drugging these children, bringing them on a board <laughs> to the train. And, you know, we kind of go from there. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure. I, I really like the train setting. So I want to keep it there. And I go, obviously calling it the polar express. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about the train setting is that it's like, it's, it's tight. It makes it's, it's claustrophobia in a certain way. Like you can't go very far. Trains only yeah. so big and it's not very wide. So you're kind of stuck on it. It's like yep. being on a boat. Like if there was a boat movie, same idea. Because mm-hmm. you're stuck on the boat. Boat's not very big. You can't go anywhere because you're surrounded by water. Yeah, but, um, yeah. The author I, is Chris I would... Van Allsburg, by the way. Just wanted to put that. Who on. is it? Chris Van Allsburg. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. He wrote like Jumanji and, and the Polar Express and stuff like that. Yep. So, but, but even then, like a lot of his illustrations are very, um, 
they, they were they, i mean they even the books were really spooky like i mean i'm not saying they were written specifically to be scary but like the ideas that they were promoting it's kind of like a roll doll book where like it's for kids but it's dark in a lot of yep. ways and i think that's what translates to the screen because jumanji's a scary idea too like holy shit like a like a, like a, a, a video a board game came to life and now yeah. our town's being ravaged by wild animals and i'm gonna get eaten by a fucking lion or a gigantic <laughs> goddamn fucking mosquito in the, that's in the I, suburbs I, just on a just on a, on a side note because this is what we do in this podcast is we just go on tangents about nothing <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's part of why i'm terrified of bugs is because partly because of that movie and the fucking big ass mosquitoes that are fucking puncturing the car window with their fucking spindles and i'm yep. like as a kid i'm like that's horrifying i don't want that ever to happen in my life so like i, I do not want to play jumanji fear. right so i think that's kind of like my fear of bugs part of that's where that comes from but i digress uh, but yeah so like the Polar Express, just the idea, it's it, it to begin with, it's weird. So like you could totally take that and make it like a you know, some sort of like abduction type movie or even like have it be like uh paranormal in a sense. Like it's a ghost train. Because I mean it is yeah. kind of just showing up in front of people's houses in the middle, like the dead of night and abducting children. So like, you know, there has to be like some sort of supernatural reason for that to happen because trains don't just appear out of nowhere <laughs> at least as far as last yeah. i knew yeah i would i would keep it in that world I'm, I'm thinking that it would be sort of in that child abduction realm um you know the conductor is the main guy just like it's the grabber um i would have a drugged up put on this train and you'd be piling kids in there maybe taking them down you know in the train as a transport and 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 the majority of the movie is the children coming together, trying to escape the train and trying to escape the, the, the conductor essentially would be black phone on wheels meets terror tram. Like that's all it would be. But I, I, I would, well, it's weird saying I would enjoy that movie, but the, the theming of it, the setting kind of sets it aside, uh, sets it above a lot of the other ones as well. So I, I think that would, that, that would be a, teed up for a fairly good psychological style movie in that world that black phone is let, just let blumhouse produce it that's fine that works oh blumhouse is gonna make all of these we've already <laughs> right. made this decision so it's gonna be blumhouse and a24 and those are the ones that are gonna those are the two production studios that are gonna make these movies yeah a24 can do the grinch they would nail that <laughs> hey you never know now there are there is one more well, not one more. There's plenty more, but there's one that I'm looking at right now that like already has a a horror equivalent. And that's just Jack Frost. And this was the one that I feel like you'd always just confuse the two. Cause I, I think this they're is, both yeah. just called Jack Frost. There are. There's two movies called Jack Frost. One is like a family movie and the other one is a straight up horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's like this has always been very confusing because people like you know you say Jack Frost and the horror fans are like oh yeah that movie's amazing and then other people are like you mean the one with Michael Keaton because I think yeah, yeah Michael Keaton's the yeah dad, yeah Michael Keaton right so like yep. um I feel like do you really need to make that a horror movie because they already have one. I mean it already is I mean the the premise of it is pretty horrific enough though. I mean the kid's dad dies and turns into a talking snowman right. like exactly. that's pretty that's pretty terrifying yeah and. and the the Jack Frost horror movie just took that and ran with it, which is right. kind of what we're doing with a lot of these. Um, a lot of the other ones that we've talked about haven't really played with the tropes of you know snowman and other 
Christmas themes and stuff like that. We're just kind of working with what what those actual movies give us. But I I think Jack, I mean Jack Frost is much like the first one we talked about, The Grinch. Jack Frost is a fairly easy option because it's been done, and the original one is just pretty much that ridiculous of a concept as well. Which you could stick that concept into a horror movie, and it would still fit, you know, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Another one of my favorite movies, and I don't know if there's a way to turn this into a horror movie, but I'll let you kind of I'll let you kind of spitball on it and see if there is anything we could work with or not. But that would be <laughs> Jingle All the Way. Arnold <laughs> Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Uh well, I mean, actually, hold on. We make it post-apocalyptic. Okay. And in our post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world, you know, people have to do a whole lot of shit to survive. So yep. in this world, this is literally have nothing to do with Christmas, but the idea would be you put two people up and say, we've hidden one thing in a random Walmart somewhere on the East Coast. man relic. And you have to, and again, remember, post-apocalyptic. So like everything's a wasteland. There's monsters and there's, yeah. there's like there's other factions of humans that are just, to, just try to kill you because they don't like Now, humans. can we make this like a Christmas post-apocalyptic? So it's like ragtag elves and like rundown candy canes. Whatever you like... want to do. Sure. And then <laughs> the idea is that you put these two people up and say, you have to find this random item that it's in some random Walmart in, you know, somewhere on the Eastern, on the Eastern seaboard. Uh, and you have 72 hours. No, well, let's give them more than that because they're going to do a little bit of driving. We'll give them like a week. Give a week to find it. And whoever finds it first yeah. gets to keep their life. <laughs> and they have to just I like it. it. So what I would do is, okay, so I'm, I'm playing off your post-apocalyptic thing. I would say that this was the first year that Santa didn't come. And the world went insane, and they kept pushing Christmas. You're Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, but they kept pushing Christmas, pushing Christmas, pushing Christmas, and he never came. And people just snapped and went insane and burnt <laughs> down, like just just tore the infrastructure of the world down. And that's why all this, like, you have it's post apocalyptic, but like ragtag Christmas ornaments. You know, the lights are streaming. Like, it's all. It's post-apocalyptic, but Christmas style. And the reasoning that it's Christmas is because that was really when the world gave up because Santa Claus did not come. And then finally, maybe Santa comes and it was like, here's that object. Go find it. And then go jingle all the way to go find this thing. <laughs> and then it's just a turbo man. <laughs> and it only speaks <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Oh boy! So another, like, we, need, we we need to cast like 70, 80 year old Arnold Schwarzenegger in some yes. As I, I would have him as like the super ripped like angry Santa. Yeah, yeah. He's like you got you know you took you took my holiday to a whole new level. You 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 just shoved capitalism down your throat, and it was it was met in good spirits. You know, everyone gets a little bit of something, but you just turned it into something so evil and the and the turbo man was the tipping point that was the tipping point of like santa's rage and yeah. then you know he, he stripped it and then the, the turbo man is the prize that they need to find you to, could almost even like if you wanted out. to i mean it's gonna have nothing to do with the plot of that movie as it is right now but like make it like a small soldiers type thing <laughs> and like have like 
corporations have gotten so greedy and so over the top like they're putting like like weapons grade microchips <laughs> weapon in grade these micro- and dolls and <laughs> they end up like annihilating all the children like they make it like a chucky slash small soldiers type thing but based oh on i think that i'm, I'm fine with design. using that idea as well use <laughs> use the year without a santa claus as the post-apocalyptic stuff that we just uh, talked about and then for jingle not? all the way it is it is small soldiers too where Speaking these of- are weapons grain microchipped turbo men and they start just destroying each other like this it's evil buzz lightyear essentially yeah exactly evil buzz lightyear and then like they have to like they have to like find some like classic cowboy dolls to put chips in to like, fight back <laughs> stupid like that booster no one wants you booster <laughs> So another like all time classic, and and at this point too, I'm I'm stretching for this one, and I don't know. I, mean, I just we stretched. Just don't know where. To, yeah, I don't know where to go with this one. Much like Jingle All the Way, but we found a way, and that would just be a Christmas story, and that's just like the classic. Oh. The classic. You'll shoot your eyes out, Ralphie story. I don't. I don't really know if there's anything there. I mean, that's that just one. that's kind of like Christmas Vacation, where there's that's straight up just such a Christmas movie. There's no plot. It's just. It's just a Christmas comedy around Christmas time, and they write jokes really for like the yeah. characters to say. There's not a whole lot there. Um, I famously don't don't like that movie. Oh. Um, so this is another one of those things where like Seamus doesn't like a popular thing. I'm, I'm, it's yeah. just what it is. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the Fear and Beer. Yeah, I. It's, it, there's a lot there, but at the same time, like, what do you do with that? Like, without making it like. Yeah, I think that and Christmas Vacation oh, are just there's really nothing nothing there. Yeah. I mean, they're great they're great movies, but there is no plot. You know, the character right. it's just it's almost like skits. It's very SNL y. There's not much of a, a, a premise or a theme to yeah, play I mean, off. Unless of. you had like like you know, your Griswold character go, you know, he's legitimately crazy yeah. and he forces his families to like sit in the living room and watch home movies <laughs> while he you know i don't know yeah it's it, those it's, ones it's, are stretches it, beyond it, our belief yeah, I that, think. those ones would be hard to do because like, it's hard to like it's already hard enough to come up with unique ideas without making it just like hey let's take a traditional movie and but make it evil <laughs> and set it and send it at christmas time you know what i mean like yeah. um and i think a lot of in a lot of ways it's all it really is is just take an idea that's been done before and set it at Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's like the people that say that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Like, yeah, it's sorry guys. I, I mean, sorry guys. It's it, Die Hard is not an, it's not a Christmas movie. It's a, it's a, it's a movie, movie that's around Christmas. It is an action movie based during Christmas. Like well, it's, it's, the same it, thing. Iron Man three, Iron Man three is not a Christmas. Right. Movie. It's, it's not, not a superhero Christmas movie. Iron action Man. movie takes place during Christmas. It's not right. a Christmas movie. It's not specifically b- built or, or written around the ideas of Christmas and what Christmas yeah. stands for. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, people will argue, oh, no, it's a Christmas movie because there's Christmas lights and there's snow on the ground. No, that's not how this works. There's a lot of movies like it's, that. It's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think I think I got one more, unless you have any more after uh, this one. I'm, I, I'm having more fun just listening to you rattle off movies and then I come up with ideas. <laughs> I didn't really give um, a lot of thought. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm sort of running out of. I'm going through the list. And I'm like, eh, this one's. What we're tough. doing this is we're scraping tough. the bottom of the barrel. Is basically we what are. I'm saying. <laughs> and this one's sort of. I mean, this one is. 
pretty teed up, I think, as well. With, with a lot of different avenues you can go down. And that would be Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because if you think about it, you know, um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, kind of, not in the same vein, like not the same type of character, but it's the same idea where somebody, like some mm-hmm. some dude playing Santa has gone crazy and he's slot, like like annihilating people. Yeah. Um, but I think you could do, like this doesn't have to be a slasher movie. No, I, I would be- do it. I would similar where in this movie, he pretty much is like, heisting the malls and shutting them down i would do it something like that where it's dude, this is such a such a stupid like comparison but sort of like like chopping mall meets paul blart meets like day of the dead where there are all these like mall locked in mall movies where it's and then just sprinkle santa claus in there and and bad santa and his like little elf worker but that's just, it, it's sort of like a mall lockdown. He's trying to take over the mall that, you know, his plan sort of is running behind or, or just not working, but you have all the mall workers still stuck in there. You have some shoppers, you have stragglers, and it's sort of that standoff with him and the cops and, and, and you can make it that it's not as much hard, but maybe suspense it would be. Yeah. Or you can kind of have it be one of those things where like, another one of those turn the tide type movies where like he is finally caught up to for whatever reason by somebody. Yep. Like maybe, maybe, maybe one of the people hired to be his elf is actually like a bit a vigilante or a bounty hunter or something like that. <laughs> and like, They're on his like, game, his reindeer games. Yeah, something like that. You can call it reindeer games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's all I got there. I mean, there's, there's other Christmas movies that I do love, but can you tell yeah, it's I Christmas don't. time? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I still Christmas. love. I love Fred Claus, where it's like Santa's brother. I mean, oh, that's yes. yeah, that's a, a, a sibling oh, rivalry to to usurp the other and, and take on the throne of Christmas. But again, that's more of. I don't know if there's a horror aspect to it. No, I mean, I I, I don't think so for that. Like, yeah. I think it. A lot of these movies work better as comedies. That's why they're all comedies. That's why they <laughs> but, are the way they are. Yep. Um, again, we've said it before too, where in, in all reality, like we're to be serious for five seconds is that like, it's a, a Christmas horror movie is hard to sell. Um, especially not many people are going to see this. <laughs> it's um, so it's when you take something not, so sacred and you desecrate right, it. These are like straight to shutter movies. <laughs> these yeah. are not. Oh yeah. Movies. <laughs> these will be hidden movies. deep. Deep the in the, the confines of the internet. Yeah. Give me, give me like a, a Rob Zombie Grindhouse Christmas movie, <laughs> right? Give me, he give, could give do. Me, um, what is the, what is the family called? What what is his fa- what is the family name in the, in those movies? Oh, the Firefly family. Firefly family. Make, make it like a Firefly Christmas. Give me that. Yeah. What was what was the one that I said we that should be done as body horror? Give him that one. Yeah. Exactly. Right. The, Rob Zombie uh, will make one Elf. Of these movies. Elf. Man, man, have him make yeah. the Elf movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, I think that's I think that's it for our. We, we somehow rambled for an hour or so yeah, on on we, Christmas we, horror we, movies. We Fifty minutes on this <laughs> of, of random Christmas horror movies. Um, there were other suggestions. I'll go through the Instagram stuff now of of what people had responded to our 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 ask of. Well, what would you do with this? If I can just pull that up. 
Oh God, why is it so hard? Okay, so someone, some. Oh, it's funny that we actually mentioned both of these. Polar Express meets Terror Train, which is pretty much exactly what I what I said. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. That we didn't talk about. It's a Wonderful Life at all, really. Um, that's not a that's not a movie that I watch all too often. You know, these other ones I have watched multiple times during the year. No shame. But I and, and I can kind of spitball off of them. It's a Wonderful Life. I it's not one that I frequent, so it's it would be tough for me to even connect it. I know it's very, you know, you have the angels coming down, and you know, you could connect some sort of demonic possession style movie out of that. I'm sure, but I, I can't really divulge too much into it because I I don't have as much reference in my brain off that one. Um, we had Polar Express you know, tossed out. We've had, we had the Muppets tossed out, which I mean, yeah, oh, Muppet a horror movie would yeah. be insane. Make like a, like a good Christmas Muppet horror movie. <laughs> they start biting off the hands that they're on I mean, and become their own creatures. Doing, like they've kind of started doing like the adult Muppet comedies. They've had yeah. one, right? One or two. So, I mean, I could totally see them doing like a Muppet horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like even just like a Muppet horror movie, not, not even like base it around Christmas time, but like do yeah. kind of that that puppet type thing. That's sort of like Puppet Master. Yeah, a little bit, but those are like traditional puppets. I'm thinking yeah. like like the soft, like the actual soft, puppets, fuzzy, whatever. Yeah. Happy Time Murderers. Right. Um, yeah, Home Alone, but make it a Saw movie. That's kind of that? similar. Yeah. I was thinking uh, more like Home Alone, Last House on the Left, but that would work too. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, Elf goes to New York to find his dad to tur- torture slash murder him for abandoning him. <laughs> sort of along those Basically lines. What we're saying is that our audience thinks exactly like we do. Good. So hopefully this is a well received episode because we're <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we're we are right on with the majority of the people that listen to our show. I'm sure there's got to be some like international Christmas movies too. We're not thinking of that would. Work oh, I'm well sure as, as a horror movie. Yeah, I'm 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 sure that that for sure. All right, well. I don't even know what the oh what is next. Ooh, so so next Friday is well we still got one more December. Yeah, one so more coming December. up on New Year's Eve, maybe we'll do another little killer review for um, a New Year's Eve style movie. Maybe we'll come up with something to talk about. Maybe we'll just kind of recap the year and talk about the things that we've we've gone through with the uh, with HHN and all that stuff. So who knows? We are this is our off season. We kind of fly off of the um, you know we're we're just flying by on on episodes and we're just kind of coming up yeah. with them as we go. We definitely fly by the seat of our pants. Yes, that yeah, is, that's that what I was looking for. We kind of just throw things at the wall and see what what's popular and people like to hear, and yep. what we never do again. <laughs> yep, it, it's it's a fun time. I do enjoy the off season because we get to talk about stuff like Christmas horror movies and you know different movie reviews and stuff like that. And I'm sure once the holiday craziness kind of dies down, we will come out with a little bit more structure about. This, this time period for us, these, this month is always pretty crazy. December, we usually kind of hibernate for a little bit. This year, we've put out a couple things, but this is usually sort of where we kind of regroup from the season and start gearing up. I, you know, HHN news is, is far and few between. I think we will probably start hearing some stuff in February, March, and then, you know, we're, we're back out of it. So we only have about two or three months of, yeah, about two or three months of, you know, movie reviews and top 10 lists and all kind of nonsense, but I have just as much fun with that stuff as normal. So we will figure something out and we will get back to you. But until next time, this is Nick. And this is Santa Claus. Happy haunts. You know, it's Halloween.
guess everyone's a dad and one good scare. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.